time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. Welcome to the first Bump and Run podcast for 2019. Uh, I am Run. And I am Bump. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Hope everyone uh, celebrated in style over the... uh, over the holiday and uh, ready for another season. We've already got the first tournament in the books, which is what we're going to start uh, talking about here with the Century Tournament of Champions. Mm-hmm. And wow, what a final round by Xander Shoffley. That was a crazy, a crazy, crazy win for a guy who is now, hard to believe, he's now sixth in the world. Yeah, isn't that amazing? The guy that, uh, you know, when he came out, his coming out party was the U.S. Open back at Aaron Hills in 2017. And we couldn't figure out how to pronounce his last name. Shafel. His first name. Even yes. his first name. Xander Shafel. Nobody knew. He had to correct it. But uh, here we are, four wins later. And, and every one incredible. of those, every one of those wins has come from behind, which I think is mm-hmm. uh, remarkable. And I mean, <laughs> nothing really came more from behind than uh, than this one with a sixty-two on Sunday. To amazing, just a whole hum, eleven under par. That's it. Just yeah, a, it just gets past uh, uh, Gary Woodland, who's got to be a little bit disappointed. A little bit disappointed. Um, so a couple couple of big numbers here. Obviously, we were just talking about Shoffley as uh, his fourth win. So the the first three wins, he was he won a Greenbrier. He was three strokes back mm-hmm. on Sunday. He was two strokes back at the Tour Championship in 2017, and he was three back in China in the fall uh, when he beat Tony Finau in a playoff. So this time he was six shots back. On the other side, poor old Gary Woodland has now is now got a stretch of 0 for seven when he's uh, been leading after three rounds. Yeah, Oof, yeah but but really he didn't lose this one. Like a guy yeah. shoots 62, what are you going to do? Like Gary Woodland shot 568. Yeah. Um, so you think that's good enough with a three-shot lead to shoot five under. Uh, but like to even add to Xander, the stats on Xander Shoffley, is every one of his wins, he has birdied the 72nd hole to either win by one or force a playoff, which is remarkable. remarkable. Coming, you know, with the pressure that that presents. Um, and and now he's got he's got four wins in the last 18 months, which only Bryson DeChambeau and Justin Thomas have more. And he's tied with DJ. So yeah. that's pretty good company um, for he a guy. Final that, round off with a bogey, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, like it's the round of golf. Two eagles in his round, and again, I know you can score a Kapalua, but you know, sixty twos aren't that prevalent there. Right. Um, that's that tied the course record, I think. Right. Yes. Yes, it did. Record, yeah. I believe. And and. You know, for a guy that probably could have been on the Ryder Cup team last year, was in the conversation for a captain's pick. Um, this is just the tip of the iceberg for another mid twenties player who just seems to want to win. He's already got three top tens in majors in his in two years, so that's yeah. like his, I think he's only played like seven majors. He's got three top tens, so including a runner player. up at the Open. So, um, you know, I think he's proving his mettle. And I, you know, he's won twice already this year. So, you know, safe to say this is a guy we should follow as major season comes along. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, you got to feel sorry for Gary Woodland. Mm-hmm. And of course, his caddy is a friend of the pod here, Butchie. Brandon Little, who used Butchie. to caddy for Mike uh, Weir back in the day. And uh, man, you got to be, got to be. I, I'm impressed by Gary Woodland now because his game has come around mm-hmm. to a point where I, I don't think he's not going to win this year. I think he'll he'll notch a win. Um, but boy, this one was a close one, and, and you got to think that 
maybe in the back of his mind now he's starting to think, what's going on in final rounds here? What do I got to do? Yeah, and again, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know what his final round totals have been in the seven other times that he or the six other times he's lost. But again, you know, I keep <laughs> referencing the sixty-eight five under. Um, but again, you know, it's every little thing creeps into your mind, right? As golfers, um, when you don't close the deal over and over and over again, uh, look at his playing partner, for example, as you know, uh, segue like Rory again, like fi- another final round within striking distance of another win for a guy who is a former number one, one of the best players in the world, and he shoots seventy-two at a course that was just you know, screaming birdies. Um, that's six in a row now. Six in a row he's been in the final group, either first or second, where he hasn't been able to either close it out or come back and win, and he's got a 72-and-a-half scoring average in those six. So That's that's crazy. It's astounding. It's astounding for a guy of his talent, right? Like He made he made only 31 feet of putts on Sunday, which geez. goes to show you where he lost the tournament this week or where he fell apart anyway in the final round. But uh, lost... 1.4 shots to the field in strokes gained putting. Which, which uh, unbelievably, like, on a day with no wind, right? On a day with yeah. no wind, for him to not be able to take advantage of that is has got to be extremely disappointing in his, in his mind. For a guy that hits the ball off the tee as well as he does and into the greens as well as he does with his length at that course, you know, yeah, you wonder amazing. what's creeping up in his mind, right? There's a lot of uh, a lot of guys, of course, breaking out new gear at this tournament. Uh, Xander Shoffley wins with the Callaway, uh, epic flash, and Rory's got the M5 in the bag. Uh, Gary Woodland's using um, uh, Wilson clubs, and That's you know this great, is yeah. a big tournament for the guys who break out the new stuff. A lot they've been hitting it all a lot a lot of it, but uh, this is often when the new contracts flip over. So. Right. Guys can do it. I mean, look at what Justin Rose is doing with, uh, with Hanma, yeah. leaving Hanma, which uh, we're going to have something on the next podcast about that. But um, but the other thing that came into play at, with the turning of the calendar was the new rules. What, what did you think about some of the uh, <laughs> situations that guys found themselves in? I think for the most part, you know, the new rules are meant to, you know, not punish a guy for doing something that wasn't in his power. Right. And But... It's weird to see a guy putt with a flag stick in. Again, it's something we probably have to get used to as, you That's know, right. Captain or Bryson DeChambeau, the science guy, has decided that he's going to do it for the most part with his whatever formula he's cooked up in his head with the COR, uh, <laughs> the COR of a flag stick and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But how funny was, if you haven't seen it, it's all it's on Twitter. You can find it easily is the picture of him getting relief from the grandstand on 18 and, and him kind of hunched over, like half-bent knees, hunched over to one side trying to drop it in the new drop zone, with which is from knee height. Um, yeah, shimmying around there kind of, right? It just looked uncomfortable. And <laughs> looked it looked it looked strange. And it, it, if it makes you laugh, it's, I don't know if that's a good thing. The uh, the one interesting thing where uh, Webb Simpson actually got um, got uh, uh, took advantage of the new rules. He was looking for a ball in the long grass, and he actually kicked it or stepped on it, and um, and it actually in the old rules that would have been a penalty. Right. But it wasn't this time. All he had to do was replace it, and that worked out well. By the way, we should mention Reb, Webb Simpson is the newest uh, team RBC That's member. That's right. He'll be at the RBC Canadian Open in the Heritage. He is. Uh, everyone else is back. By the way, they they didn't. Uh, 
they didn't lose anybody this time. So. Yeah, no, they just added. The so, but, but again, the going back to the player. rules, you know, there's that, and then there's Dustin Johnson who played a wrong ball. Probably yeah. Dustin. <laughs> and it begs it begs the question for me is how many of the players do you think have read the new rule book? We saw Mackenzie Hughes tweet right. out that he had done it a couple times, I think. But how many do you think of, what would you say is a percentage? 50, 60? I, I think it's lower than that. I, I, I think it would be surprisingly low if they ever took a survey of the entire PJ Tour, uh, PJ Tour brethren. Um, I bet you it's in the 20 to 30%. Like I really Probably, do. Right? I bet you. I bet you they just get. They make sure their caddies know the new rules, and maybe they're okay with. Uh, oh yeah, right. I think they that's rely a, a lot rule. of time. I think they rely a lot of times on uh, the rules officials. That's right. But a lot of times that situation is can be too late. Right. Right. And, and again, so. like that. Uh, you know what else was the three minutes that they dropped the finding time to, from five. That goes by pretty quickly. It sure does. And, it sure does. And again, like the Webb Simpson example is a perfect one of something that was you're looking for your ball. It's it's an inadvertence. So just replace it. Let's move on. Um, right. Where he's if he has to kick around for it, there's not really much of an advantage there. I would think so. <laughs> no, that's you, right. you just replace the ball, move on. Um, those things are are positive things. But for me, and I don't know about you, but it's I'm gonna have to get used to seeing the flag stick in. Where I think it saves time is if a guy's got a little te- like let's say a guy hits a bunker shot to three inches, right? He can just go up and tap it. He doesn't wait for caddy to kind of pull the flag. Or you just bang that in. That's where I think it can help. But um, I didn't see much about tapping down spike marks there. No, I, I didn't. So I don't know if that if it's just the greens that were there or what was going on. That may come into play more often. But uh, speaking of uh, looking ahead, the uh, uh, Sony Open goes this week. First full field event of 2019. Six Canadians in the field. Let's see if we can name them all. All right, you go, go for ahead. it. You want me to do it? I'll do it. Hadwin, uh, yeah. Svensson, Silverman, Taylor, Hughes, and Sloan. Sloan Ranger, that's right. Sloan Ranger, I'm looking. He gave, sent me a Christmas card, him and his wife and his baby that's daughter. Nice. And uh, very nice. It's sitting right here on my desk. And what about a bobblehead? Nice Any bobblehead with it? You can destroy no it. No bobbleheads. Bobblehead uh, I have the Brooke Henderson. That was one of my, my most... Uh, Popular tweets during the break <laughs> when Brooke Henderson broke her legs. My bobblehead Brooke Henderson Poor broke Brooke. her legs, and thanks to Crazy Glue or Gorilla Glue, I should say, yeah. uh, it made the return. Hopefully, you fun. haven't ruined her 2019 year week. She but with no, that, it's, uh, it's kind of like one of those voodoo dolls, you know. If I uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I break her legs, they actually break for Brooke as well. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. But, yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Speaking of first full field, we got Jordan Spieth in the. F- making his debut. Yes. Uh, and two things come to mind when I see that. Um, first is obviously that Jordan hasn't won in a long time because he wasn't playing last week, uh, which is which is really interesting. And the second the open. is... The Open. His last win was the Open in 2017. the Open. Wow. Crazy. That's a long time. The other thing is how guys are going to... Probably a lot of guys, you're going to mm-hmm. see guys playing different tournaments that now because of A, the calendar changes, and B, the necessity to add one different tournament, right? Right, I agree. Uh, yeah, we already see it with Adam Hadwin, right? He's playing Sony, yeah. but he's dumping Tory Pines because he doesn't want to play six tournaments in a row on the West Coast. Um, right. So there are going to be sacrifices made, and uh, you know, the for, other interesting for some thing players. would be, be the other interesting thing is the qualifying for the PGA Championship, right. which of course is now in May. That's right. It's uh, it used to be in August. There used to be a different time frame to try and get in there. So right now. There's one Canadian confirmed for a major championship, and that is Mike Weir. There is Mike Weir, 
Mike Weir and the Masters, and nobody else is 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 in there. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, with a lot of the uh, the Canadians if they can get into the PGA Championship, which is usually the easiest one for them to get into. The other part is, of course, guys are going to play different tournaments. Uh, the schedule changes up. Uh, Rory has said he's going to play every week before a major, which uh, we know there's been rumors that he's going to come to Hamilton for the RBC That's Canadian right. Open, so we'll see if that transpires or not. Um, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how things play out in that regard. I absolutely, I absolutely agree. And, um, you know, the, you really don't have a lot of time. To, like, the PGA is the one that you can get in the easiest. Would you agree with that? Yeah, usually is, for sure. Usually is. So it's not a lot of time if you're not in it to then now get back in, now, uh, now try and qualify for the PGA. Um, I, I'm interested in how it affects, you know, people that have to go for U.S. Open qualifying because now there's a major before it. Um, and even for the Open Championship, if you want to go to a qualifying site there, um, guys are really going to have to pick and choose. Uh, where they go and what they play, and unfortunately, tournaments that are used to certain players won't get them uh, this year. Yep. Um, you know, a guy like Paul Casey said, "Oh, it's easy for me. I already got my tournament that I haven't played it because he played it Century. Yeah, because he hadn't won in a while. So <laughs> that's a good one to play. Um, but uh, you know, it's um, the schedule is going to be something to follow. And you know what? If I had to pick any player. Who I'm more interested, most interested to see this year would be Jordan Spieth. Mm. To see how he bounces back. Last year was obviously uh, a disappointment for him with no wins. Um, you know, he wasn't. You know, most of the majors he wasn't really around. Um, it was a tough year to watch Jordan Spieth struggle on the greens with his putting, which is normally the strongest point of his part of his game. So, you know, with all these other guys, with JT and DJ and and now Xander Shoffley and Bryson DeChambeau and all these other young Americans and young players playing well, he's kind of dropping down to, you know, even to the world rankings. Like, it's 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 crazy to me to see his little, his kind of fall. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, I mean, I think there's a bunch of stories out there that will, will transpire. We'll see how they do, but it's... Um... It's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting year, and we're just getting started in it. So, lots to cover in the coming weeks. Oh, he's seventeenth, by the way, seventeenth in the world. Is he really uh, oh, below ti- below Tiger Woods? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see Tiger in a few weeks. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, that's uh, that's gonna do it for this week on uh, the Bump and Run podcast. Don't forget, you can always reach out to us if you have a comment, a concern, a question uh, at Bob Weeks TSN and at uh, TSN Golf. And uh, until next time, uh, hit it long and straight, folks. I am run. And I am bump. And if it's in the winter, like it's snowing right now, it's not a lot of long and straight (laughs) on golf courses in Canada. But uh, have a great day.